You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Daily Coach YouTube channel. Today, I want to introduce a very special guest. His name is Adam Rice. He is the founder of ISI Training. Adam, welcome to Kim Daily TV. Yes. Thanks, Kim. (laughs) So fun to see your face. (laughs) So before we get into talking about the mission and the values and the road to franchising for ISI Training. So, you know, I love to ask all of my viewers, you know, In business, people like to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. So I usually ask my guests, like, what's one fun fact about you to help the audience get to know you and feel like they can trust you right away, right? But I'm not asking you because I'm going to say the answer for you. (laughs) Let's do it. So guys, I got to tell you this. All right. So ISI comes into my inventory. We get trained on it. And I met... Adam recently in like outside of an elevator at a conference back in in July of this year. And when I saw his name tag um, and I saw that he was from Charlotte, North Carolina, <laughs> I asked him, Adam, the very first thing I ever said to this poor guy was, do you go to Elevation Church? Because <laughs> I don't know if you listeners out there know about Elevation Church for you Christians, but Pastor Furtick is the most influential person in Kim Daly's life. And when he ever said yes, this poor guy, here we are in COVID times, everybody's social distancing. Like I lost all every like social distance, like uh, thing in, in me. I just like grabbed this guy and hugged him so long and so hard. It was probably completely inappropriate. Adam, were you like mortified? Oh, so we just remember we just got off the plane and I just, like, I was like, I got to hit a workout real fast, but I think we had something that we had to be at that night. But I don't know if you remember, but I was literally sweating so bad. Like I I had showered and everything, but I'm still like, you know, when you work out and you got to shower real quick, I was sweating so bad. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Like, so it is what it is, but do not remember any of that. I was just like, you were like the closest thing to Pastor Burdick ever in my life that I was like, I just wanted to touch you for real. That's hilarious. So, okay. So when we talk about like knowing, liking, and trusting people, when he told me that he went to Elevation Church, like the status of ISI training and my wanting to know about his franchise went way up. So that's my super fun fact about Adam Rice. But if you, I'll let you answer the question. If you had to tell the viewers one fun fact about you that might not come up in a business conversation um, so they can feel like they know you, what would you say? A fun fact about me. So I've got three little ones, two, five, and seven. Been married for 10 years this October. So, and uh, yeah, it's, you know, family's everything to me. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, you know, I will say that since I've, since I've, since I had this connection to poor Adam on Sunday mornings, I'm texting him my view from my iPad. 
Yeah, he's every Sunday. Me his view from his seat at elevations. His poor <laughs> wife's probably like, "What is this chick? Why would she leave you alone?" <laughs> oh no, like, it's oh, it's awesome. I look forward to it every Sunday. You're so kind to send me your, you know, a text back with your view, which is always better than mine. Anyway, that's awesome. It's so great to have you here. And so, let's get to the subject at hand. You know, fitness is a super crowded space, especially in franchising. And, you know, for a lot of candidates who aren't specifically asking me for, you know, a fitness concept, the first thing they're going to say to me when I present is like, isn't there enough fitness in my backyard? Like no matter where they live, right? That's what they're going to say. How did you start ISI? And maybe it's kind of goes back to you being an obese kid, which I didn't know about that. But how did you get started in fitness and turn this business, you start your business? And then why did you ultimately decide to franchise it? Yeah, so I was, a lot of people ask when when the brand was founded. And I, I say when I was 16 years old, which in reality it wasn't. But I was a, an avid baseball player growing up. And uh, was, like I said, I was overweight. I was about 290 pounds at 16 years old. And I went to a camp at the University of Iowa, and they essentially told me, like, "Hey, you're never going to play at Division One level. You're you're just too slow." And so I remember going back that night, and it's like, if we look back on our life, there was these these pivotal moments of we decided to get the fork in the road, right? We decided to go left or right, and it was in that moment I decided, like, I'm going to prove this guy wrong, number one. And I started YouTubing. Like we talk about YouTube, I started YouTubing, and it was YouTube was brand new at that point in time um how to lose weight how to get faster all of these things i went on to lose about 70 pounds and went on to play division one baseball um so that long story short yeah so that's how i uh i found my passion for fitness and it's not something that i have always grown up with loving but it just it radically changed my life it changed the the opportunities in my life it changed my outlook it changed you know really understanding like hey you you do have control of this when in reality, we don't have a lot of control in life, and that's where faith comes in. Um, and so we founded ISI. We were sitting in a long story short, it was called Beachbody Fitness in 11. I'm like 21 years old. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I called this place Beachbody Fitness, which is the, the trademark for like insanity, P90X, like all of that. So I get this nasty letter from, from their lawyers. And so I'm at this at this time, and I'm like, I go to a church service and I'm, I, I've got to change my name. I've got to rebrand again. Now I'm 23. I still don't know anything. And the entire sermon was on Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. And being that I grew up in team atmospheres, like that's what I wanted to bring to the general population. That's what I wanted to bring to the 45 year old female who had never been on a team or the, the, the athletes that are now mom and dads and, and bring that atmosphere back to them and so you know through that i'm like man that's that's it it's isi elite training and so that's really where the name was founded uh opened five corporate units over four years and then moved to charlotte from myrtle beach south carolina and really decided that you know if we wanted to make this thing grow then we were going to franchise it and get our feet wet in it so it's how we landed and today we're at we're at 60 uh 60 territories uh, awarded we've got we'll be at 25 open by the end of this year and forecasting and on pace to be at 100 open which is the big number in franchising by the end of next year so awesome so 
What's so fun is that you say iron sharpens iron. And here on the Daily Coach YouTube channel, you know, we're all about, I'm all about sharing the good news in franchising, like wink, wink, yeah. as Christians, the good news. But yeah. the good news, like good stories, like inspired stories, encouraging stories, like you can go other places and if you want to like hear negative or based in reality, like I want to find the dreamers. I want to find the people that are doing amazing, amazing things. And iron sharpens iron just sort of like is like really what franchising at its core is all about. We are people helping people. We elevate people. We grow people. We inspire people. We encourage people. So not only in your business is that kind of what you're quote selling, right? In fitness, yeah. but then as a franchise, that's also what you're doing because you're finding entrepreneurs who want to start in a fitness business and don't know anything about fitness and they can buy into your track record and you can sharpen them as they grow and as they go. When, when you're like working with candidates, are they, what are they comparing ISI to and, and what is your value proposition that sets you apart other than your big Christian heart. Yeah. <laughs> and that rhymes, but I didn't mean it to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, so we get most compared to, to F45. Um, and where, you know, I think from a, a value proposition is we're non-modality based, meaning we're athletic based training. So, you know, through COVID and all of that, like it, I can't sit here and be like, yeah, I thought about COVID 10 years ago, but it was just luck. And I think that's, half of what business is it's it's luck and doing the actions that are luck required. or is it something else come on <laughs> well i think the more the more actions you take right the the more execution you do the luckier you get but you know when we come down to like a modality so we were able to shift outside we were able to shift like our our core product is coaching it, it's what we do so we think orange theory think f45 same atmosphere same high-end boutique studio feel um, but we've got turf running, so it's very gritty, um, you know, so we're, we're really getting, it's interesting, our, our members are very growth oriented. They're people that want to engage in community. They're people that want more out of their life. They want to go to the next level, wherever it is. And there's very successful people that are our members. Um, but that's, that's really what it's all about. And, and really where we get compared to, like I said, is F45. And I think it's, the non-modality, we're a young brand, but a very, very experienced brand. Like our COO came from Clean Juice. She took Burn Bootcamp from 17 to 270 units. And so being a young brand is is pretty substantial from territory opportunity and all of that. And they, you know, they get more touches right now, obviously, from us on, on this side. So it's important. We just finished up a three-week tour seeing every single franchise partner out in the field, which is awesome. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. So, you know, a lot of fitness concept concepts really struggled um, during COVID. Uh, it seems to me, based on LinkedIn and how many new clubs you were opening in 2020 that I saw like all the time, like how did you guys do during 2020? We did really good, actually. So we, we opened four additional. We didn't have to close any. So we had no permanent closures. And then we, oh, we awarded close to 20 units in 2020. So, you know, it, it was a, it was a good year. Literally the people that in, in, 2020 that invested are probably going to be the some of the best franchise partners because they see opportunity 
that didn't, a lot of people are seeing the obstacle, right? And there's the people in 2020 saying, oh, retail, like I can get the best deal, brick and mortar, I can get the best deal, the, the employees, like you name it, there was the most opportunity, just depending what lens you look through. I think we have to also throw that in there is that there were people that were waking up and saying, you know, this is the time to get healthy, looking for a modality and where you could pivot to be outside. You could hold a class outside. So you didn't have limitations and you probably also can. I mean, did you have to maybe in inside a center socially distance people a little bit more? Like how many participants can a typical studio fit in an, under normal times? Yeah, so we're like 32 in a normal and then we okay. had to, we had to, at our, at our lowest, we had to be at about 50%. Yeah. Um, but we, I mean, we were able to transition back, you know, and luckily, right, we're, we're founded in the Southeast. And so, you know, there wasn't as strict rules in the Southeast, other than North Carolina was a bit rough, but um, I mean, South Carolina where the majority in Florida, where the majority of our locations were, you know, I mean, South Carolina didn't even have any mask mandates. So we never even wore masks and so coming back to that support part and what's been your biggest um learning experience from becoming a franchisor like if you could go and talk to a young franchisor and say oh wait let me share with you this one thing that i learned is there any one thing that you're like wow that was like a really big lesson to learn on the job hire people smarter than you immediately hey that's like, a good that's a good yeah. thing for franchisees too, right? How many yeah. how many candidates do I talk to where they're like, you know, I'm worried about finding good employees, and I don't know that it, what if that you know I, I can't rely on my employees, and I'm like, you can find better employees, then, right? Because you don't want to be the right. smartest guy in that in the in the business. Yep, it's to me honestly, it's it's all about, and I, I preach this at Discovery Day and through ongoing trainings is, guys, your vision has to be big enough to where your team's vision fits inside it. If it's not, then you're going to constantly, because then you're you're partnering with your employees and you're calling them forward and call, instead of calling them out, you're leading them. And you know, so many people see like, they're not communicating their vision to their team, whether they're a multi-unit owner, not a multi-unit owner, but especially in fitness, there's typically a ceiling. And if you're communicating your vision, like, hey, I want to have five locations. I'm going to need a regional. I'm going to need a regional head coach. Like all of these things, You've got to do that. And then you're going to get great talent, but you're also going to attract the dreamers. You're going to attract the people that are willing to get into the trenches and grow with you. And that's the one thing at Discovery Day. Like the first question I ask, what is your five-year vision? And I tell them, do, do not come to Discovery Day if you don't know your vision. I wonder if that's because we're both Christians. That's the first That's the first question I ask my candidates, Adam. Because without a vision, the people perish, right? But without a vision, I mean, what are we doing? The business is the vehicle that drives your life personally, professionally, and financially. Now, sometimes you can invest in a business like ISI and have the passion for it, but it still can't be your hobby. It's a, it's a business. You have to think of it as a business. And, and so you have to be able to have that vision and stay on track to where you want to grow. And, you know, and that's why we're, you know, here at the daily coach awarding so many candidates, um, are moving ahead with multiple units because they see when they start to think back, you know, back in themselves into where they want to end up, that wealth is always going to be created through the scale. And so you kind of have to come in and understand, okay, what one unit, how one unit can perform and then multiply that by two or three or five or however many it is that you need to actually achieve 
what you're trying to achieve through that business. Yeah. And and so when you're looking at candidates um, for your business, are there certain attributes that you're looking for that make a candidate stand out at Discovery Day or that you have your developers kind of looking for to weed people out even before they get to you at that Discovery or Confirmation Day? Yeah. So I think when it comes down to, you know, through the sales process, it's it's providing them executable items. So are they executing on those items? But more so from a character development, like there's got to be resonation with the brand. They've got to resonate with this growth mindset. They've got to resonate with who we are as a team and that, hey, it's positivity around here, but it's also accountability. Right. And we're here to sharpen you. So it really carries through on that side. And then I'm honestly I'm looking for great leaders and you cannot, in my opinion, you cannot be successful in this business or quite frankly, any business if you're not a great leader and the ability to hold your teams accountable. And at the end of the day, you know, if you have a, a, a heart through leadership, but also there's understanding, like there is KPIs to the business. There is black and white data that has to happen and you need to go execute on that and really understanding their operational ability to do that. And are they good leaders? And then again, most importantly, like, is there a value alignment? If not, I don't care how much money they have because they'll end up tarnishing the system. And, you know, it's good people are the only way that we're going to get to where our vision at a macro level is. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? A franchisor who actually cares about the people that he's bringing into his system. <laughs> because ultimately, I have a video on this, guys. Our franchises bought sold or awarded <laughs> check out that video take the quiz there's a pop quiz in that video but that's what adam is referring to basically right at the end of the day it's his opportunity to award to you based on this mutual evaluation process and him feeling like you are going to be a good cultural fit because nothing is going to make his life harder than someone who doesn't carry his vision in their heart because they're not going to carry forth. They're, they're not going to represent the brand. And, you know, when you're trying to build a brand, you have to step back and say, well, what is a brand? A brand is a consistent consumer experience. Well, how does a franchisor control and protect a consumer experience when every individual outlet is individually owned? The only way they do is by doing what Adam just said, by making sure that it's you're vetting each other and that he can see in you through the valuation process and at this discovery day or confirmation day that you have that heart, you have that character, that you're the leader that he's looking for, that he knows can inspire a team of people because that's going to be the winning formula for his particular business. That's awesome. Not to put you on the spot, but do you have any like fast start, like inspiring stories, kind of good news coming out of clubs that are opening this year in 2021 after the pandemic? Anything you want to share that maybe may inspire people to the idea if they're a little bit yeah. like, oh, this is the right time to do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, our, our most recent open open day one. Um, with, they were right at like $52,000 cause we run a pre-sales program, right? Like a lot of fitness concepts do, but they opened 52 grand. And so the, their ability to be, yeah. So they were, they were profiting over with free rent involved. They're, they're profiting over 20 grand day one. So as a franchisor, that's amazing. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. 
My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. It's this thing of just constantly setting the bar. So the next, the next team comes in, they set the bar. The next team comes in, they set the bar. And that's the fun part of, you know, in our, our young infancy growth right now is just seeing franchise partners really step up and reset the bar, reset the bar, reset the bar. And I think secondly, and you probably, I'm assuming you talk about this, but not a lot of people come in here thinking about the asset that they're creating at the same time. And so it's, it's crazy because, you know, that location, because it's membership based and they put in the investment and the time to create all the membership, they're looking at double the, the asset today. The first day they open is worth two times their initial investment. It's like, you know, but many people aren't thinking about that. And that's big picture. Like what's your exit strategy, you know, and a lot of people aren't thinking about that. They're thinking, how much money can I make? This sounds like a fun business. And it's, yeah, you hit it on the head. It's a business and it's a bonus that it's a passion-driven business too. Awesome. And and absolutely here at The Daily Coach, my followers know not only are we talking about vision, we're also talking about that exit strategy because yeah. if you come in, the candidates who come to me saying, this has to be the last thing I do, it's got to make it 15 or 20 years. I'm like, that's way too weighty of a decision. Like, you don't, you don't even know if you're going to like it. You haven't even done it yet. Right. So set yourself up for a, a, a winning, a winning um, scenario where you come in with like a five to a seven year track record. You're like, all right, I'm going to get this thing up and going. And if that's seven years, you're having the time of your life and you want to continue, then have at it. But at least you're still feeling yeah. like you're winning. And then if you get to that five to seven, eight, I don't know, whatever it is, 10 year mark. And you're like, you know what? This business served its purpose, but I'm ready to be done. And you want to exit and put up a sales sign on. You have that equity. Like, yep. boom, the business accomplished its mission and you're still in like a winning place in your mind. Because I think sometimes... People say, I'm going to do this. And then two or three or four years in, it's, you know, owning a business, it's still a business and it can be a grind sometimes, you know, it's not yeah. what everybody thinks it's going to be. And, and so if you're setting yourself up with an exit from the beginning, I think you're, you're going in just more prepared, number one, to build something faster and kind of go at it harder because you have a shorter amount of time and we typically all work better, you know, and we're a little bit under pressure. And, yeah. and then you to win either way. So I, I totally, totally agree with that. And I love the setup that from day one, you open your two times the value of what you put in. Like that's unbelievable. That's what I love about this model, whether it's our business or exponential or you name it, the other people in the space is that the membership base is, you know, you get to that and then your fixed costs are pretty much covered. So now everything, the majority of it is, is profit. And so yeah. And it's simple. Another, I mean, people like, think I show fitness a lot because I'm a fitness girl, but it, it, it really has nothing to do with that. It has more to do with what you just said. The reason yeah. I really don't like a food business is for every sandwich you put out, you've got the cost of the bread, the cost of the meat and the cost of the human, right? To make the sandwich. And in fitness, where you can cover your fixed costs, which are going to stay the same, right? Whether you're, let's say they are covered with 200 members. When you get to 300 and 400 and 800 members, well, all of those additional memberships basically fall to the bottom line. And that's where we see businesses with these incredibly strong net margins compared to other ones where you can't escape those expenses and you're struggling around eight, nine, 10% or whatever, you know, like just slower, uh, lower margins. 
and it just it's just tighter. Everybody's going to do better. You're going to make more money. You have more room, more margin for error in case you mess up a little bit. It just feels easier to do it. So another great point. You know, you're not doing this alone. And um, at The Daily Coach, we talk a lot about when people invest in franchises, they are picking a leadership team. The number one thing you are buying into is people. And you're you're not acting alone in terms of your understanding and growth curve in franchising. You've partnered with an amazing consulting group. And there are several of these kind of groups out there that can take young entrepreneurs who want to have the next big brand in America and they and they mentor you and they coach you. And you're partnered with a group called Repum. And so talk, let's give Nick a little shout out on this call. So talk a little bit about how they've advanced your knowledge, your learning curve of how to do yeah. this? Have they saved you from making big errors as, as you've um, been working with them? Yeah, I think so. The, the biggest thing to as an emerging brand is typically you're going to know how to be a gym owner or know how to be a home services owner and a founder of that company, but you don't know franchising, right? And franchising is amazing. And like you said, it, it's this it's this win-win mindset for everybody but you don't know what you don't know. And so I think it's through that, that surrounding yourself and collapsing the timeline with people, whether it's, you know, a group like Repum or whether it's uh, mentors, it, it's all the same. And so I think for them and for us is it taught me more because they come with such a substantial amount of experience in franchising. And it's really collapsed the timeline for me to really understand what it looks like to be a good franchisor, a successful franchisor, and, you know, at the end of the day, stay true to my values of this brand. And again, not every person that comes through here gets awarded. And it's important to us that, you know, we are putting the right people in the right place. And we're huge on the EOS model. Um, and so it's these things that, yes, you know, from, from the Repum group is I was just able to really collapse the timeline to where. I mean, who knows like what it would look like or where we would be at today without, you know, meeting Rob and, and Nick and Jason and, and the team over there because they bring such substantial experience to it. And then obviously the connections. Right. So it's it's been great. That's amazing. And you know what? This is what I'm going to say to wrap this up. So you're, we're talking about Repum sharpening you. We're talking about you as the franchisor sharpening your franchisees. We're talking about your franchisees opening a club that helps people sharpen themselves. Like in your in your the leaders in that club, the trainers in that club sharpening the members. Like, do you see how the whole system just sort of feeds itself and that life is this collaborative event that we're all better collectively. And that is like the best news in franchising, right? So high five on that. I love it. I love it. So in closing this awesome conversation, Adam, I'm going to ask you. So in life, it seems that people don't always remember what we say or what we do, but they typically remember how we make them feel. So how do you hope your franchisees, your employees, your community members, people in your life remember Adam Rice? How do you want to be remembered? That they felt seen. Like, that's it. Right. So that's really my my mission as as we grow to, to our ultimate vision is that every franchise partner feels seen. Every coach feels seen. 
And, and at some level, right, it gets more difficult and you have to be more intentional about it. But it's our motto. When members come through, it was a great experience if they sweat and they were seen. And so we do that through connection. We do that through, you know, knowing everybody's name, knowing about their family. Like that's that's really important to me that I know what's going on in people's life, that I know everything about them from the standpoint of, you know, even down to, like I said, the EOS model and, and really putting people in the right seat. So, but if it came back to it, like that's the first word that came to mind is making people feel seen. For anybody who is interested in ISI training, what I'm going to suggest is please leave a comment below or reach directly out to the daily coach. I'm sure that uh, Adam would appreciate, I'll go ahead and do the pre-screening. That's why he pays me <laughs> to offer yeah. this free service for you um, to um, make sure the territories are available, that you meet their financial qualifications. I'll get you to up and ready to get into an active investigation with ISI. So leave a comment below or reach directly out to um, The Daily Coach through my website, thedailycoach.com. Adam, you've been an amazing guest. I'm putting you on the spot. When are, when are you coming to Charlotte? It's got to happen. I'm coming. We're going to be in that Elevation Church together. We are going to rock it so hard. This has been another amazing episode on Kim Daily TV. Thank you all for watching till the end. Until next time, don't forget that I am your Daily Coach. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.